Hello, and welcome to Revolutionary On Purpose, Black Women Building Legacies. I am your host, Zakia Walker, Personal Revolution Coach and Legacy Strategy at With Zakia Coaching. Revolutionary On Purpose is a podcast created exclusively by and for Black women intentionally seeking healing, growth, and transformation through a process of strategic legacy building. In addition to many masterclasses, this podcast is meant to help you take immediate and meaningful action towards creating your legacy on your terms. As black women, we are intrinsically tied to doing what's expected of us versus what sets our soul on fire. And that's amazingly problematic because it keeps us in this cage that we don't want to be in and actually don't deserve to be in. We incessantly carry the world on our shoulders, and that has become normalized behavior. It keeps us from being intentional about creating our legacies. Revolutionary on Purpose is a tool to help us get free from that bondage. This is a safe space, a community where we sow seeds of transformation. We are committed to helping black women remove the crown of thorns and heal from societal, generational, and ancestral trauma. Together, we face hard truths, break unhealthy patterns, and embark on the path of true personal revolution. And I'd like to thank you so much for being here with me. If this is your first time, welcome. Take a seat, relax, and walk through this journey with me. It's If it's not your first time, thanks for coming back. Take a seat and rock through this journey with me. Um, I am super excited. This is official episode number one, but you may have listened to um, episode zero, which was simply the introduction to the show. But this is the official launch of episode one, and this is called um, How to Address Ancestral Trauma, or what I like to call it, Whose Shit Is This? Um, But I'm sure all the podcasters won't let me let me name it that so it is unformally named who shit is this um so today we are going to talk about ancestral trauma and you may have heard about it but you don't know really what it is and how it may affect you so that's the topic that I would like to tackle with you today um before I go through that I want to make it a practice that each episode we go into it setting an intention for the rest of the time that we have together. Intentions are super powerful um, because I want to leave you with a message for this session. I find that when you embark on anything, a new project, new habits, or even just a new day, it makes receiving the message so much easier because you spoke that intention out loud on purpose so you know what you're going into you know what you want to receive and you're actually looking for it you're looking for that message that that you want to get you're looking for what you want to gain so setting that intention is so much stronger than than just jumping in not knowing what you want to receive out of out of anything out of your day out of a message out of a book out of a show anything that's meant to help you grow, transform, and heal. Um, I like to start my days with intentions. I like to start new projects with intentions so I know what I want the end to look like. So it's actually super apropos that I began 
each of these podcasts with setting intentions with you guys. Um, And these are actually intentions that you can take throughout your day, take throughout your life. Um, I hope hope you at least take it through this podcast um, because that's what we're looking to do. Be fully intentional and aware of our actions because that's how you build your legacy. You start from the end and what you do is you retrofit your actions to the goal you want to achieve. And this is a practice of that. This is a tidbit of what you can do when you're um, when you're starting out. And then it becomes something much larger because it becomes a habit that you can adapt to anything that you're doing. So I implore you to begin setting intentions at least daily. At, at very least daily. I like to do them monthly, seasonally, new moons, full moons. I'm just an intention setter because I want to be acutely aware of the energy that I'm drawing to me, the messages that I'm drawing to me. Um, And just simply as a strategist, we can just talk about it as having the end goal in mind. What does the end user expect? Otherwise, we can just flesh everything else out that we don't want or isn't necessary. So that was my... my sort of wordy reason why we're setting intentions. Um, So I'd like to start with the intention for today's message. Well, start it now. The intention for today is I am am purposeful in seeking out and receiving messages that aid my goal of healing, getting unstuck, and creating whatever I desire. I am a student of the world and the creator of my legacy. I accept what may be uncomfortable in order to overcome obstacles that are keeping me in a life that I do not want. I hope that you receive that intention. And if it doesn't resonate, please feel free to set another intention or um, take notice of what you may be picking up as as you listen, um, as you listen to this podcast through this time with me. And figure out what resonates with you. And that will go a long way to figuring out what your intentions will be in the future. What resonates with you. What you actually want from from everything you attach yourself to. So that is our intention. And I'm super excited about that. And about this episode. I want to definitely get into the meat of it. Because ancestral trauma is the backbone it is the foundational work of um of my teachings of what I do in my coaching what I do with my clients it is the primary source of a lot of our pain especially as as people of color as black people as people from the African diaspora as people who've been who whose ancestors have gone through chattel slavery um Jim Crow, all types of all types of horrific things that have happened to us. Um, ancestral trauma, for lack of a better term, is a is a motherfucker. It really, really is. Um, so let's get into it. What is ancestral trauma? Um, I find that some people, when I when I first talk to them and ask them about what's bothering them and I talk talk about ancestral trauma they think of um 
sort of this sort of antiquated idea of like ancestral ceremonies and drumming and things that they think would be happening um, sort of in our ancestral space and um, that's that's not necessarily it there's there it's partially um, it could be partially viewed at that but when we think about ancestral trauma we think about the essentially start with the ways that they have occurred when an ancestor or group of ancestors in our case has experienced deep psychological trauma physical emotional trauma there is something called an epigenetic expression in the genes that get passed down to all future generations it's super compounded when the trauma is ongoing such as such as war such as slavery such as colonization such as being detached from from your family from your from your um, community such as losing your children such as sexual um, sexual trauma sexual assault things like that and these are things that our ancestors have experienced um, when we were s- taken from our homeland um, in in Africa through slavery these are things that happened our ancestors were murdered they were thrown th- thrown into the ocean they were thrown into colonization their culture was stripped from them their children their family their loved ones um, their religious practices um, things that grounded them genocide all of these things create ancestral trauma create trauma in an individual in general any type of trauma any type of trauma that you experience today is something that is going to be passed down genetically through your bloodline um and again that's that's been scientifically proven um i think it's less so been addressed through the lens of blackness um they talk a lot about it in countries that experience a lot of civil war, um, a lot of poverty. It's most of the studies that I've seen have been in the descendants of um, Holocaust victims. And it is a true science that our DNA just doesn't hold our, our eye color, our pigment. It holds that pain, that, that pain that our ancestors have had. So that's why I informally call this episode whose shit is this because a lot of the things that we experience aren't because of our actions aren't because of things we've done aren't because of things we brought on ourselves but they were passed down if you have things that get you totally stuck and you're like what the fuck is this this is i i haven't done anything to to have these sort of blockages it's likely because it is from ancestral trauma. Sometimes it's just it's just so much pain that you can't even stand it, but it's not your shit. It's not your energy, but you've taken it on because of because ancestral trauma is passed down through the DNA. Um, oftentimes people mistake ancestral trauma with generational curses. Um, these two are not the same, although some like to use the terms interch- interchangeably. They are not the same concepts. 
generational curses or are more of a spiritual nature. Um, and that's something that we can get to when we get to sort of the, the spiritual aspect of growth and healing and transmuting pain. Um, but it's, it's something that's deep in your, that's deep in your, oh, essentially your spiritual DNA that has hampered your entire lineage that no matter how hard you try, you can't, you can't get away from that. But that requires spiritual healing, which is not necessarily different from your entire body, but it requires a different type of practices. When we talk about ancestral trauma, I like to address it more strategically and having, um, actionable and tangible actions behind it um, versus the spiritual aspect, which there are tangible aspects behind it, but we dig deeper into into ourselves in, in spiritual ways, through, through Reiki, through, um, through altars and things like that. So that's something that we will definitely address at a later episode, but I do want to talk about more about the ancestral trauma and how the hell it affects us. Um, and how it affects black women specifically. Um, I actually want to tell you guys a, uh, a story about one of my clients who, who definitely, um, I spoke to her before this and she said, you can tell my story because it's, um, it's important. It's, a, it's important to know these stories and important to know how these things can definitely affect us. I had a client who, um, who revealed to me that, let, let, let's back up a little bit. She was having a lot of trouble with intimacy with her partners. She was great at engaging. She was compassionate. She was loving. But it came when, when it came to sex, she couldn't find it in her to, to perform. And when it was, it was emotionally and physically painful for her. And she had no idea why. She had no memory of any sexual trauma, any assault, um, molestation, or any of that. So she was very, very curious about why she had this blockage being intimate with people that she cared for, that she loved, even um, even her husband, and that she, she clearly didn't marry them, but the sex was so traumatizing for her. And um, for a while, we, we tried to dig into it. It's not something you jump into, like, hey, were you raped? Were you this? Were you that? You can't do that. That's just, it's insane, and it'll shake someone to their core. And that's not what you want to do. You don't want to break people through these practices. You want to you wanna help them build them up from where they are. Um, so what she had revealed to me in maybe our, our sixth week out of the 12 is that she recently learned that while her grandmother was pregnant with her mom, she was sexually assaulted by someone else. Um, yeah, she was sexually assaulted by someone that was not her grandfather. And I think that's where we got to the crux of what her pain was around around sex and around intimacy. That violation of her grandmother affects her two generations later, affects her ability to be intimate two generations later. And that is passed down through lineage. Her grandmother experienced 
that womb trauma while she was pregnant with her mother. So we're taking a woman who is pregnant, who's been sexual assaulted. Her child has a child who is affected by the grandmother's sexual assault. Her mother, the client's mother was in utero at the time. So she was feeling the assault while her mother was feeling it too, even during the gestational period. So we're looking at two women who have been traumatized through sexual assault, unknowing, not, not knowing that they would be passing this down. Of course, her mother was still in utero, so she didn't know. And her grandmother, I'm, I'm sure, didn't know. She felt like that was her experience, not and it was definitely not her fault, but that trauma became embedded genetically and was and that fear of intimacy, that paralyzing fear has been passed down. Now, this client of mine, she um after we we unloaded that and we unpacked that, we started to work on the process of relieving that fear. We um I had a we definitely sent her to a therapist um also had her do some spiritual work and some some work on um some work around her intimacy issues and it became a lot easier for her once she one recognized that it wasn't her shit to recognize how to address and heal it and three take took actionable steps to ensure her healing because at that time she didn't have um she didn't have children and that's not something you want to pass on because it's in your genes you can't you can't fucking help it if it's in your genes you didn't do it that's why i go back to like when certain things happen it's like whose shit is this oftentimes it's not yours it's that ancestral trauma and that's how it affects us that's um when our sometimes when we have trauma from from poverty it it's passed down that's why people don't often get out of poverty and it's not because of lack of ability lack of trying it's that dna that i that's that trauma in their dna that i will never have enough being in poverty is fucking traumatic Thinking about the, think about the things you go through when you live in poverty, the lack of food, um, living in poor neighborhoods, having poor food, sometimes going without meals, um, the mental state of the people around you, the mental state of yourself. If you if you're in a, a neighborhood that's experiencing poverty, it's like you're in a fucking war zone. That is trauma, and even if someone were upwardly mobile enough to get out of poverty that poverty in in your dna is often still passed down so a lot of people sometimes wonder why okay your parents did well we came from middle class middle upper class um but they were born into poverty and they come up and their children are like so attracted to the idea of of being poor, of living in poverty. And that's some, even when that's something they've never seen, it's because it's in their DNA and they haven't healed from it and no one's actually addressed it. So that's what um, I talk about when I talk about generational 
I'm sorry, ancestral trauma. So how do you even recognize that in yourself? Um, how do you even recognize that it's, a, it's affecting you? We carry a lot of burdens that were inherited on top of burdens that we have created. So if you're sitting there thinking about it, don't we, we all know that like we create shit and the end effect is something that, that we've done. You know when you've messed up and you've caused that, and then you can make the efforts to fix where you fuck up. With ancestral trauma, it's different because you didn't mess up, and oftentimes no one, no one else messed up. This is trauma that was inflicted upon us that we carry. So if you have the combination of trauma you may have experienced on your own, trauma you may have caused yourself, and the trauma of your ancestors, that is a blend of some heavy shit. And of course you are tired. Of course you are overworked. Of course you are ready to, to not feel so much pain and so much heaviness on your back all the time. Because you have all of this stuff and you don't know where the hell it came from. So additionally, it affects us because then those burdens result in actions that are antithetical to what we want to create. We have all these dreams, these desires. We want to run these businesses. We want to have healthy families. We want these homes. There's so many things that we want, but we can't achieve it because those burdens resting on us that are from our ancestry, they are completely opposite of, of what we want to create. So our actions are in turn opposite of what we want to create because that's, that's what we know. That's what's embedded us. That's what becomes in our belief system. And finally, it hampers your ability as a creator of your own legacy because you're bogged down by things that aren't yours. You're not able to create because you don't know why you have these blockages. So that's how it affects us. Um, so why does it need to address? Why do we need to talk about ancestral trauma? Um, and why is it the foundation of my coaching? It is where I always start with ancestral trauma. Start from, bec because I want people to know that you, you have to heal that before you go on because all of your actions start with your ancestry start with things that you might not even know about and god bless you if you do know about them then it makes it you know slightly easier easier to address but we have to dig when i tell you i have to dig through <laughs> through so much muck to pull out pull out some of the things in my clients past and there are things we'll never know because we don't have that ex experience in this embodiment of in this incarnation. Um, unless you're you're into different types of spiritual work, which we're not going again, we're not going to talk about right now. But there are other ways um, to get into that. But straight on the again, on the actionable sort of real legacy building and strategy level, there's there's definitely steps set steps to dig. But why do we need to addre address this trauma in the first place? Sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to deal with it. Why can't I take steps forward right now from where I am? Because this is in your DNA. 
you have to address what's in, in your DNA. If your hair is if your hair is dark black, that's that's hereditary. You want to go blonde, okay? But you have to understand the fact that your hair is dark because that was in your DNA. You can take steps. You dye it. You bleach it. You dye it the color that you want to go, and those are the steps. If you don't know what your initial hair color is, you don't know what what color base to use. You don't know what dye to use. You don't know. Um, I can't even. As much as I dye my hair, I can't even think of developer. You don't know whether you need ten developer or forty developer. So you have no idea where you're gonna go if you don't know where you started. If you're starting with red hair, you're not gonna go forty developer to go blonde. But if you're starting with jet black, you damn sure better. So um, people often ask, again, why? Because you need to know your starting point. It needs to be addressed so you can basically build your life on your terms and no one else's. You have a slate to build what you want. Another reason it needs to be addressed, because you not only have the goal of healing you, you want to heal your offspring, your descendants, your bloodline. Of course, if we're talking about ancestral trauma coming from your ancestors, one day you're going to be an ancestor and your trauma, again, will be passed down. So if there's shit that you're experiencing that you don't want to pass down, you have to address that. But think about how that's compounded from the baggage and the trauma that was already there. So if you want a better life, an easier life, a more seamless life for your bloodline, you have to address that past to get to that future. Generations down the line, your descendants will be thanking you for what you persevered through and the healing work that you did so they can live better lives. We all want our offspring to live better lives, and this is part of how you do it. You have to do this work. Also, healing of ancestral trauma is healing of the community. If we collectively commit to healing that trauma, it's better for us as as black people in the world because we have this collective mind that is not stuck in trauma-based action when we go through the healing process it's a beautiful thing because we have a group of people that are healed and they are of like mind so they understand that as a community we create there's that word again create we can create a better world for us and for our children for our descendants and for our entire entire group of people through coming together as people that are healed. So it needs to be addressed, one, for you, two, for your offspring and your descendants, and three, for the betterment of the community. So that's why we address um, ancestral trauma. And again, that's why I start with it, because it is so essential to talk about that um, when starting off healing work, because you have to understand, again, some of this shit ain't yours. But now that you know, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. So you have to take the time and the effort to 
to be accountable, to be accountable for your growth, your healing, and for for your people, you know? Um, as much as I talk about ancestral trauma, there's also that ancestral strength that is in our DNA. You can't talk about one without the other. Our ancestors speak through us, through their strength. So if you've been called to this podcast, if you've been called specifically to this episode, I feel like it's because you needed to hear this message. This might be your ancestors calling you saying, okay, we've been through some shit. We lived through it. We died through it. We passed it along. But you have the tools, you have the knowledge, you have the ability to change the narrative for the rest of our bloodline. How powerful is that? You come from a people who have gone through all types of horrendous things. And even after they are gone, they are calling you to help heal the bloodline. They did what they could do. They did, everyone does the best that they can do with the knowledge that they have. But as we evolve, we gain more knowledge and we gain more ability to understand that healing is within ourselves. And once we start healing ourselves, we start healing the rest of our people, the rest of our community, our offspring, and our bloodline. And that is some powerful shit. And our ancestors knew that. They took punishment because they, they already knew. They knew that life was going to be better for us because they wore that. And healing is not for the faint of heart. Ancestral work is not for the faint of heart. None of this is easy, and I'm not going to pretend that it is. But you do it for legacy. You do it for the growth and the maintenance of your people, your bloodline, your community, your folks. That is our divine responsibility. Our ancestors took on that divine responsibility and then did the best they could. No one asked for trauma. But addressing it is paramount. So the question is now, Zakia, how do how the fuck do I address this trauma? Like what do I even do? Where do I start? First thing you do is you acknowledge it. And that's something that people are hard pressed to to understand. I'm I've always been one of those people that um well f- for most of my life I was like, okay, if I'm experiencing something is because I did some shit. This is my karma. This is the effects of something that I've done. Every action has has a reaction. Um because I was so intrinsically tied to taking accountability. And as I got older, I learned that, okay, I have no idea where certain things are coming from. I have no idea where some of this depression is coming from, some of this anxiety. Um, Why do I have anxiety around things I've never experienced? It's because my folks have been through some shit, and that was passed down. My mama didn't have an easy pregnancy. My grandmothers didn't have an easy life. Our folks weren't tenderly loved and cared for. We are black. 
Nobody else was fucking with us the long way. And they made sure that they traumatized us in America, in the Caribbean, all the places where black bodies appeared, especially after slavery, and even those of us that weren't enslaved, but just by virtue of being black. Trauma and pain was inflicted upon us. And when I understood that, child, some doors opened up in my healing, and I am, I am grateful for the coach that helped me, helped me address it. I am grateful for the prayers that helped me address it. I am grateful for the knowledge that helped me address it. So first, you acknowledge that it exists. And again, sometimes not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Next, you appreciate your ancestors for what they knew. You can't just say there, sit here and go, okay, my ancestors been through some shit and that's why I'm not, I'm going through some shit. That's that's showing disrespect. They did what they could do. They did what they knew how to do. And they're putting you in places so that you can heal. They gave what they could give. They gave love. They gave tradition. They fought for freedoms that we couldn't even imagine not having today. But that didn't negate all the trauma they went through fighting every day being lashed being whipped being sexually assaulted being um being beaten being being murdered being accused of crimes they didn't commit all these atrocities going through Jim Crow dealing with um dealing with all the things that comes with being black this shit is hard this being black thing child it is exhausting even today we're looking at black folks being killed in their own homes in those streets even looking at the news is traumatizing and you even have to tune out from that because understand that's trauma that's coming in your body and it's transforming your dna and you're passing that shit down so venerate your ancestors for what they've been through and and sort of engage them to get their help because they haven't they have they've been through this they did this shit they've been did that so they understand they might not have been able to uh, overcome ev- every obstacle but they came through some shit you're here you are here to make the world better you are here to create on purpose so give them that respect understand that they went through trauma and they're here for you to help you heal Next, um, the next step in, in addressing it is look at the patterns. Take a look at the patterns in your own family, through your parents, through your maternal and paternal bloodlines. Look at your aunts, uncles, cousins, all them folk. Take all the knowledge that you have and think about what is prevalent in your bloodline. Is it addiction? Is it... Um, is there sexual trauma? Is there abuse? Is there poverty? Is there um, maternal um, maternal morbidity? Is are there things? Is there womb trauma? Things that are prevalent in your family line. 
are most likely from ancestral trauma. If, it, if you see these things that are not just you, if you see them in your mother, you see them in your father, you have this, this alcoholism that so many people in your family can't seem to shake. So many people in your family can't seem to get ahead. So many people in your family just tend to have anger, depression, anxiety. You, it's very likely that that's from ancestral trauma. So observe that. The next step is to plan. And you plan to heal both prescriptively, which is taking steps towards healing. Um, and I highly suggest that you get some coaching around that, which is cheap plus, but which is what I do. So hit me up at get it at withzakia.com if you want to talk about it or check out withzakia.com for some, some tangible, tangible work towards addressing ancestral um, ancestral trauma but you you also have to do it on a spiritual level um, which we can get into at a, at a later time but whatever your spiritual practice is go into that but make a plan so that it is strategic and you know what you're working for and that's why we again that's why we set intentions at the beginning of this episode because we want to know what we're looking for you start at what message you want to see, what actions you want to take, and you retrofit everything you do from there. A goal without a plan is a waste of everybody's fucking time. And then, again, the there's the action part. So you've created that, you've created that plan, you go into action. You you go in and you decide what you are going to do, that's your plan, and then you act on it. You act on it purposely. You act on it with everything in you because healing is life or death. Not just for you, but for our community, for our offspring, for our descendants. It is actually life or death. And finally, again, I mentioned this earlier, but make sure you get outside help. You get coaching. You work on it with spiritual practitioners. Um, you make sure that you don't pretend to do it alone because you can't do it alone. You don't know everything. Sometimes you need even help uh, uh, acknowledging that it is ancestral trauma that is contributing to your blockages. So that's how you address it. And I promise you, I promise you, you will receive resistance. Anything that you are fighting for, anything that you want, anything that you are trying to overcome, you're going to receive resistance. And don't take that resistance as, oh, shit, I can't do this. This is useless. Take that resistance as, okay, there's something coming against me, but I got something for you. I inherited this trauma, but I inherited resilience and resistance from my ancestors as well. So you might not want to fuck with me. Tell that resistance to get the fuck about your way because you are creating legacies out loud in public and on purpose. So don't nobody got time for that resistance. It's going to come. It's always going to come. Anything that you want, that you desire, that you feel you are entitled to, someone or something is going to try to block your path, block your path. But what is for you is not going to miss you, especially if you do the fucking work. 
don't let resistance knock you off your path because you're going to be in the same position that you're in now. If you get knocked out your square, guess what? Not only are you going to continue to live in this trauma, you are going to continue to pass it on. Now that you're aware that this exists, you have to do something about it. Awareness without action is bullshit. Okay, you know a thing now. What, what are you going to do about it? You make those moves. This is generations of shit. It's not going to be without a little bit of pain. But the other side, man, listen, that other side is beautiful. They say you don't, they say the grass ain't always greener. When you're healing, sis, the grass is fucking greener. Know that. Because you planted that grass, you watered that grass, you take care of that grass. That's your grass. Somebody else's grass might not be greener. That's not your problem. This is you. You are the creator of your legacy. You are the creator of the amazing potential of your descendants. You are the creator of the amazing healing power of the whole community of folks. Girl, you better go and sit in your power. Put that crown on. Don't nobody like that. Don't let anybody knock that off. It might get a little crooked, but nobody's taking your crown. You got this. So we just talked about a whole lot of stuff. And it, it's heavy. Don't get me wrong. It, it, it's, it's heavy shit. And I'd love to hear what you think about it. So please, please um, reach out to me if you have questions, concerns, you want to follow up, or let me know anything that resonated with you. This, I want to, this is our community, our safe space, and I always want to be interactive with you. You could say to me, Zaki, I feel like that's total bullshit, and we can engage. But this conversation needs to be had. What I want you to do, I, I want to end every podcast with an action that you can take right now to start addressing it. And it's not going to take years of your time. But just take a, a piece of paper and a writing utensil. I would prefer that you do that, do this with pen and pencil um, and a piece of paper versus um, typing it out, but whatever you prefer is easier. I find things resonate more and they sort of root more when you actually handwrite it. But if you want to type it out, that, that's your thing. So I want you to take 30 minutes as soon as you can. Hopefully today, just take 30 minutes, get away from all them folks getting on your nerves, take your lunch break, whatever. Do it in the morning when you wake up, wake up a half hour early, Take a half hour before you go to bed and sit either with, with some soothing music that you like or I, I like to listen to um, I like to listen to music when when I do this. But by all means, whatever makes you comfortable, I want you to feel right doing this. But take 30 minutes, pen and pad or typing it out and do a brain dump, a brain dump of everything that you feel is blocking you from living the life of your dreams. All of it. Don't even think about it. Just start writing it out. I promise you, once you start going, it'll just come to you. It'll keep coming and flowing. You never realize how much shit is in your in your subconscious until you just go and like sort of just mindlessly start writing and having it flow through you. And some of that is flowing from your ancestors. 
don't forget that again the ancestors is all up in your dna and you keep writing and writing and writing for 30 minutes even it, if you if you're not done the 30 minutes go off keep going but i want you to do that then take that list and all those blockages that you have underline the things that you know that you have created they are directly from actions from you any any pain any anxiety any um any messed up results if you know directly that you did that shit underline it now go through that list everything that you are questioning where it came from if you don't know how how it occurred what this blockage is from circle it if you're not aware consciously aware that it's something that you've created circle it and if you can't quite figure out where it came from you're not really sure either way put a star or an asterisk near it because we will actually revisit that in the next episode those things that'll have the asterisk I want you to keep this document because it's it'll be a living document it's something that we will continue to work on so definitely tune into the next episode um I encourage you to do that not only because (laughs) I want you here but because it's it'll definitely be helpful in this journey and in this process um so what you've circled is is likely what um what you've what what you've and what your ancestors are what's in your your dna what you've underlined is what you recognize as your own shit so just take that time and acknowledge how those things are often strikingly different and if you need a little help with that i will have a template for you on with zakia.com slash show notes so that you can download it so it may be easier um you can organically do this take a pen and take a pen and paper write down your list and go through it it's it's pretty easy but if you need more direction or more help i will have a template for you if you just visit the site um to make it a little easier because healing is already hard so (laughs) if we can take some the pain out of it that's what i'm freaking here to do so I think we're going to end on that note and I hope that you have gained some clarity on ancestral trauma um, and keep in mind the intention that we made early in this episode and I encourage you to utilize that intention often. Utilize that intention while you're writing out this list. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and building your legacy and living out loud in public and on purpose. If you need to contact me or want to know more about the subject matter, you can visit withzakia.com. That's with Z-A-K-I-Y-Y-A-H.com. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at withzakia facebook.com slash with Zakia 
email me at get it at with Zakia. Um, and I'm also super responsive to DMs and all of that. I want you to be able to contact me because we are not alone in this healing game. Again, we need a community to do this. And I got you. So I will talk to you next time.